Welcome, beautiful people, to your new favorite podcast. Today's episode, oh boy, it's going to be on fire because we're going to talk about relationships, but not in the way you're thinking. We're going to talk about those toxic relationships. We're going to find out if your significant other is manipulating you, is, uh, are they psychopaths, Machiavellics? How narcissist are they? How narcissist are you? I'm gonna find all that. I'm gonna talk about some fun stuff here, good examples, but also we're gonna talk about the things that modern, in the modern day or today, the things that people are doing while dating or looking for a relationship and the reasons why people are not getting the relationship they want. So stick around and let's get this show started. Right on, let's get this going. And the first thing we're going to talk about is how crazy people are today when it comes to relationships, at least what I've noticed. And of course, that's the idea of having guests um, on the show, which is hopefully going to happen next week. I have to figure out some things, details and good stuff like that. But of course, Today, this is all coming from my experience and what I've seen, especially with social media, you get a good look to people and because now you can literally know what people are thinking because they just put it out there on social media like it was nothing, right? That's one of the things that we were talking the other day is that today, like social media doesn't really change people. It just exposes who they are you know, like who they really are. So because you have this tool where you can just post your thoughts right there at that moment without even thinking about the consequences or, you know, something stopping you because you're in front of that person, you can hide behind the screen and nothing happens. So you don't really think about the consequences of what you're saying or the impact it has. So for what I've seen, relationships, man, it is tough in 2019, pretty much 2020, because at least when it comes to dating, what I've seen in most profiles, for example, when it comes to online dating and talking to people, and once again, I'm going to refer here to what I see girls, ladies, women, amazing females are saying is don't waste my time. Like, I'm not here to play games. And yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, it makes sense. But that's a terrible way to start something. You know, it's just not gonna work, if you know what I'm saying. Because that's gonna, because the way I see it, because maybe, you know, for most people, it's not something that matters. But for someone like me, for example, and a lot of other people, it's like, that sounds a little bit like entitlement. Don't waste my time. Well, who are you? And how about my time, right? Because all I see, it's just like this game. And when they say they're not trying to play games, they are the first ones playing games, right? So it's, it's interesting, but that's one of the reasons why these ladies are still single and getting nowhere because of that attitude that leads us to this other part of the puzzle, which is something I was talking about on my Instagram stories. If you're not following me, you can find my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the one Rod Silva. And I was talking about how women now... It's like a great thing, you know, like the women, like empowerment and the movement and all these things. I think it's great. And seeing like a lot of women with their own businesses and thriving, it's amazing. Unfortunately, I've also seen this part where they come as, once again, a little bit, I don't know if it's with like an ego, if it's because of what society tells them it's supposed to be, especially other women. I, I posted a tweet um, earlier today uh, that said, 
that, you know, who's the biggest enemy of women? And that's another woman because no one is going to judge a woman as hard as another woman will. So it's like unbelievable. And I think that's got a lot to do with this thing happening or this phenomenon or paradigm, if you want to look at that way, of women being like, well, I don't need a man. Like, I'm self-sufficient. I pay my bills. I take care of my house. I do this. I do that. I don't need anyone. Well, that's fantastic, right? That's great. But are you happy living like that? Because it doesn't matter what you think or what you believe. At the end of the day, we are social individuals and we are somehow built to be with someone, right? Like if you want to go to the most basic biologic functions, you know, it's to have kids, right? One of the most basic biological, fun bi biological functions we have. And it comes into all this thing that's part of it of having a partner, having someone you can grow with, right? But nowadays, um, especially like I said, I think comes more towards the women's side of things. Like, I don't need anyone, you know, I'm better off my own because if I'm with someone, I'm not going to be like changing the, her, their diapers and fitting them and just looking after them. And, you know, and it's like, okay, but, uh, you know, it goes both ways, right? And that's what you try to build in a relationship. But the new chip, the new way they, they are programmed nowadays is like, I don't need anyone. I'm like, or all men are useless. And at the same time, I was following this post on Facebook and it, there was like these ladies talking about marriage. And it's like, well, now I don't see like any real benefit of getting married because once again, you know, they, they went back to this thing of, I pay my bills, I am self-sufficient, so I don't see the purpose of getting married. Like, you know, there's no benefit of having a man. And I'm like, well, wow, so now a man becomes a thing, right? And so it's interesting how it's like turning the tables and taking something that they used to hate, what I've always said, but when someone harms you, or damages you in somehow, like some in some way. A lot of people, instead of growing out of that, they turn into that of of what they hate. So in this case, it's like something similar, right? So it's like, well, I, I see no use of men and, and getting married. And what I think is like, you can have your your views or or whatever you think about marriage, but I think it's mostly something you do when you love someone and you choose and decide to spend the rest of your life with that person. That's what it's supposed to be, right? If we don't consider like the legal part and like the financial part of those things, but I think it's more like purely maybe like religious, spiritual. It's got like that meaning behind it, uh, opposed to just being like, well, getting married because you're going to get a benefit out of it. Because if you're looking at it that way, I mean, I think that's not going to lead you to a great destination anyway, right? If you're looking at it just as a vehicle or a tool or something like that to be beneficial to you uh, in a matter of maybe a financial matter or something like that. Because it's, it's like, I don't get it. Okay, you pay your bills, you can do this and you can do that. So you don't see the purpose of having a man. So like, what does that really mean? And the interesting part is that most of these women say that and at the same time are the ones you see watching all the romantic movie, like romantic comedies and movies and, you know, always posting about things with like couples and truly projecting what they are craving you know, on the inside, they crave that great relationship. But on the outside, what they are saying, the words are like, I don't need anyone. I don't need a man. Like, I don't want, pretty much which translates, I don't want one. You might not think that it's not what it means. 
But I'm pretty sure you can tell because that's what most women are getting out of this. So that attitude, you know, I don't know if you believe or think like law of attraction works and anything like that, but I'm going to tell you something. And that's part of the NLP, the neuro-linguistic programming, and how our thoughts become our, our words and our words are going to become our actions and our actions become our habits and our habits become our destiny. So if you're having these thoughts that, doesn't, that won't really match your, uh, your words, your thoughts and words, because you're thinking about something and what you're craving, like you want this perfect relationship and you would like to feel loved and cared and taking, you know, like somebody taking care of you and, and caring about you and sharing all these moments and that kind of thing. But on the outside, you're saying like, I don't want to be with anyone. I don't need a man. Like I'm good on my own. I think we need to start focusing more on congruence with this paradigm and actually run into a paradigm shift because unless, you know, and that's all that also, I mean, that's, perfectly fine if you want to be on your own that's great maybe like it's and it could be like temporary right like right now you're focusing on your career and on what you're doing your business uh, if you had kids i've seen like oh a shitload of single moms everywhere especially here in utah it's like if you're trying to date like do like online da online dating you have to be aware that at least here and it's crazy at least here, like I would say at least five out of 10 women have kids already, which is just crazy. Because that tells you like a lot of things, but that's for another podcast, another topic, another day. So let's focus on this. If you're not being congruent with what you want and what you say, and here's the thing, this is what gets me like curious and I'm wondering if these women are saying these things because they want to look good in front like of the society, like with the women trans, you know, like, oh, now we have like the women empowerment and the feminism and we need to show that we are strong and capable and all these things. So if I say that I want a relationship or I want to build something with a man or if I feel like I need a partner to take this to the next level, I'm, I'm going to be judged as weak or that I'm, you know, like a bad feminist or something like that. Because remember, like now, like 2019, it's all about judgment. And that's what you're getting on social media. And that's what the same thing we were talking about the other day about people faking it till they make it. And that's going to lead you nowhere because that era is just gone. You know, it's, it's over. And eventually you can't fake and, and expect to have results. You might have like short-term results, but from there, you're going back to the gutter because you're not being authentic. And if you're not authentic, you can't expect to go far in life. And that's one of the biggest issues I see in society today. Authenticity, the lack of authenticity and trying to copy everyone else because they want to be someone someone else that's the problem right it's not like i want to be i want to be someone like you know like but on my own like who i who, who am i like you know like just become the best version of myself and that made me like someone in front of the eyes of society right no it's like i want to be someone else so i can share what they have but that's not how that works because they are who they are and you are who you are and you can't just go and copy and not being authentic because that's going to compromise everything inside you, your values, your core values, your core beliefs. And it's not just, it's just not going to work. And that's why a lot of people are having depression and internal conflicts. And it's just, crazy to see that and it starts there the lack of self-awareness of who you are like thinking of all the things that had happened in your life like knowing yourself like you know that phrase like know thyself it's the first thing you have to do and a lot of people don't really know even 
why they are doing what they are doing or what are the fears or why they are taking some actions or acting in a specific way. They're just living, you know, sort of to a certain degree, but not really understanding life, you know. And I'm not talking about like finding your purpose and going like all philosophical and anything like that, but it's a little bit simpler than most than what most people think. Getting to know yourself, it's not as hard as it looks or what you would think. But in order to get that done, you need to ask the right questions. And that's why life coaching is a great resource. And I'm just going to make a quick pause here to go back to one of the first podcast episodes talking about this story about the hole and the guy who ran into the hole and pointing out like the dif- pointing out like the differences between like a therapist, a counselor, a priest or like a minister and like a doctor. It's all going to be for different purposes and I've seen these a lot online as well, you know, spe- especially being a life coach and people saying no, you don't go to like a life coach. You need to see a licensed therapist. And here's the thing, that's the, another thing that you can check on my website, www.silvacoaching.com. It's the differences between therapy and life coaching because they're completely different things. If you want to deal with like life trauma and like traumatic events that you've been through and, you know, maybe just figure out or go or deal or just kind of get through like if you uh, lost someone, you know, like someone close to you, part of your family or something like a really tragic event, something like that, that's what therapy is, is for. Uh, but, and if you want to get medicated, you know, on depression and shit like that, I mean, go ahead. But do I think it's the best option? I don't know. But these are like different situations. If you're trying to accomplish and achieve your personal and professional goals and take your life to the next level, change your perspective on life, uh, get in touch more or develop this self-awareness, self-worth, discover and reaffirm your core values, your core beliefs, that's not going to work out with a therapist because a therapist only focuses on your past, what's behind you and why that happened and why you feel the way you feel today because of your past. And that's it. As a life coach, we want to understand your past, but we want to focus on today so you can create a tomorrow that you want and you're passionate about. And these are like actionable steps. And we develop a program and a plan. And the, we analyze the options. We look like into the future to make a change and to take the direction you want towards your life. That's one of the biggest differences. So taking, talking about these things, you know, with a life coach about the self-awareness, that's where the growth starts, really. Um, and when it comes to relationships, being self-aware of who you are and what are the things that trigger you and finding out really what's going on with you Right, that's gonna that's gonna be paramount if you want a good relationship. If, if you want to sort out those kind of things, because having these thoughts, right, and then we can just expand this topic and go across like different things. Uh, for example, talking about you know start we can start talking about self worth, about manipulation, about toxic relationships, and why we stay in toxic relationships even though we know they are not good for us. We tend to find a reason or better said an excuse to justify the other person thinking you know, things might be different or just making excuses and justifying the other person. But why? Here's why. Because if this is happening to you, you might not like this and you might get angry. But if that's what it takes... I, I, let me tell you something. Some of the things that I say are not meant to offend you. But maybe I want you to be angry. Get angry. You know why? Because getting angry is actually gonna make you move. 
right? If you're just apathic and you're just like, yeah, whatever, you know, doesn't matter, you're not going to do shit. But if at least I can make you angry a little bit and be like, hey, what the fuck? And make you reflect a little bit on what we are talking, not just, you know, be angry and like, oh, fuck this. No, get angry, but listen, try to understand why. Then you can use that energy, that anger to get emotion, and from there, work out those emotions and get into a positive way. But first thing you have to move, right? So it's like what I, like I always say, I love when people complain, but as long as they take action on that complaint, because there's no point on complaining if you don't do shit about that situation. Because the first step is complaining, because that way you are aware that something's not right that something is not the way you want it to be, that you're not going the direction you want to go. That's the first sign of like, hey, it's like a warning, like, wait, what, what the fuck? This is not what I want. So they will start complaining. But if you don't do anything about it, it's useless. It's pointless to complain, right? So that's why I, 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 one of the rules that I have with my clients as a life coach is, I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. You won't change until the desire to change is greater than the, than the desire to stay the same. And that's massive. Let me, let me repeat that so it sinks in. Until the desire to change is greater than the, than the desire to stay the same, there won't be change. Nothing's going to happen. So you, wanna, you need to want it bad enough, like really want it to happen. Really be uncomfortable with that, with things being the way they are. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen. So I have that rule. If you are not taking the steps we develop with our coach, coaching sessions, if you are not moving forward, if you are not putting the effort, and if you're not showing progress, we are done. I cannot help you. Therefore, that's going to be actually a waste of time for both of us, right? And also, I see, I know it's going to sound, you know, maybe in kind of like an ego kind of thing, but it's like people are going to be like, well, this is not working. No, it works, but you're not doing shit, right? It's like if you go to the doctor and like, well, I'm sick. All right, I'll prescribe you this. Take two you know, every 12 hours for five days. And you only take two for the first day and the next day you just take one pill and then you stop taking them and you don't get better, you get worse, right? And then you're like, no, it's because this fucking doctor and what, you know, the things that that doctor gave me is not working. Like, no, it's on you. And that takes me back to the point that I was discussing before we get all diverged with this thing, with all this diversion is this happens because, because if you know something's not right for you, if it's, you know that's not what you want, still you're not doing anything about it to change it, the reason why is because, and that's what, this is what's going to make you angry. You're playing victim. How I know you're playing victim? Well, it's really simple. Because a victim is powerless. A victim can't do shit about their situation. So when you point the finger to someone else, you're giving them the power to do whatever the fuck they want with your life. And this is what happens in toxic relationships and in situations when you know things are not the way they, they should or you want them to be. So the first step is to recognize that and accept it and be like, oh shit, I'm playing victim, victim here, so I have to do something. You know, it's not them, it is me. Because one, you take, once you take responsibility for what's going on in your life, then you get control of your life because you can choose now what to do, how to react, where to move, what to stop doing, what you can keep doing, where you're going to direct your attention, your focus. Once you start taking responsibility for your actions and what happens in your life, then you're going to stop being a victim. And that's huge. 
that's that's huge and a lot of people don't see that and that's what i see all the time just people justifying their relationships right well he's gonna change well i'm just waiting for this well you know if this happens then that's not gonna work and you're just justifying yourself because you're comfortable right now because that is what you know and the dangerous part here is sometimes we go i'm gonna go back to this part of the thoughts and your words because okay one thing is like okay you have a relationship and you want to determine if it's a good idea to end it or continue it if it's worth it and you kind of want to put in you know a balance the good things against the bad things and if it's worth it and try to figure that out right once you do that and you're aware of the situation, you're like, okay, I know this is not right for me, right? You just determine that this is not what I want. Yeah, of course, there's good things, whatever, but the bad things and the things that I don't want in my life are greater than the good things. And the good, those good things, I'm pretty sure I can get them with someone else or in a different situation. So once you determine that and you're like, okay, fuck this, I need to move on, you know, move forward. What happens next? Doubt, fear, self-doubt, self-esteem, self-worth. All those core values start playing a little game with you. And if you not have these core values developed and really strong within you, you're again going to start looking for excuses and justifying yourself. Because like I said, you already balanced out the good against the bad. The bad one, you took a decision. So why would you want to focus on the things that are going to go sideways with this decision, right? Like, oh, well, now I'm not going to have someone to go to the movies. Oh, I want to go to a vacation next year, but, you know, I'm probably going to be alone. That's something you don't know, right? But you start thinking about these things. Oh, Shit, well, now I'm not going to be able to do this or I'm not going to have that. So you start thinking of those good things, you know, quotations, and just sabotaging yourself. And what I say, where the focus goes, energy flows, and that's what's going to happen. What you focus is what you're going to get. There's no other way. I'm sorry. I know you might be thinking, oh, it's not that easy being positive all the time and, you know, this and that and you have to allow your bad feelings and emotions and negative. Yeah, that, you know, of course you can dwell on something for a little bit. I mean, how long do you want to dwell on something? You know, of course, it's going to depend on the context or, or, or on everything. But let me tell you, let me put it like this, you know, and you can choose if it's a good example or not, you know, whatever. But what if you have an addiction with cocaine, right? And you've got that addiction for five years and it's fucking you up. Until one day you're like, okay, this is fucking me up. I'm going to stop it. And then you start thinking, oh, well, but, you know, like, oh, look at those good times that we had because of this and that. And like, but you already know it's not good for you. And so you're trying to find an excuse to justify that. So it doesn't make sense. And while you're going to dwell on that, no, you go through that process and that period of disintoxication and then you have to stay positive. Otherwise, it's not going to fucking work. So yeah, you can't dwell on that. But if it's something that didn't serve your purpose, your happiness and where you want to go in life, how long do you want to dwell on that? Let me give you a tip. Don't waste your time and emotions. Dwell on that. Accept it. You know, you can do it for a couple of days, a week. Everyone is different. But it's, it's not a good idea to do it for months. And why not? Because, and the way to avoid this is where you put your focus. It is completely up to you how you want to look at that. Because there's many things to consider. Once again, there's so many things and um, perspectives on things that we can cover in something like this. That's why I always tell my clients, it's great that you read books on, you know, how to on self-development. It's great that you watch the the motivational speakers on YouTube and listen to the podcast like you're doing right now with this amazing podcast. But here's the thing, and here's the main problem with that. 
I like to go to conferences, business conferences, marketing, self-development, all these things at least once a year. I've invested a lot of money on these conferences. And one of the things that a lot of speakers say, and I can, in this moment I can recall or I can think of uh, the last person who said this was Gary Vaynerchuk. And that was... I'm giving, and he said, like, I'm giving, like, all my secrets, everything you have to do, the step-by-step blueprint for free right here. And people ask me, or on social media, whatever, and people ask me if I'm not afraid that other people are just going to do it and copy the what I do, and then competition is going to increase, and I might go out, out of business. And Gary goes, like, well, I'm not worried at all about that because I know that 99% of the people who are here at this conference are just going to get pumped tonight and maybe tomorrow morning or tomorrow's day at the conference. But once they go back home and to their daily routine, they won't do shit about this. And they are going to stay in the same place they are right now. Maybe they'll take action for one week, but you don't get results or the results you want in one week. So they're going to be disappointed because their expectations are not going to be met. And they're going to go back to their routine and doing the same shit they were doing, therefore getting the same results they've gotten so far. Same thing with social media. He's like, well, all my content, everything, all my strategies, all these things are for free on social media, but I'm not worried because people don't take action. And I'm pretty sure you can relate with this. And you've might read a shitload of books, taking courses, certifications, attended conferences, watch fucking YouTube on, you know, like keynotes and motivational speeches and all this kind of thing, listen to a podcast every day. But here's the thing. If you are not taking action, if you are not putting these things on practice on a daily, that's right, a fucking daily basis, you're not going anywhere, mate. So I think it's worth giving that a little bit of time for reflection. And that's the importance as well of having a life coach if you really want to take your life to the next step. And this is not a sales pitch at all, but people just don't seem to understand the importance of accountability. It's like when you go to the gym, Yeah, you can go to bodybuilding.com and pay $9.99 a month and get like a shitload of workouts and routines and diet plans and whatever. But do you have what it, you know, what, what it takes to actually follow through 100% and get the results you want? Not everyone does because you don't have someone there being like, you know, like your conscious be like, hey, what are you doing? You know, keeping you accountable how it was when you were going to school with homework. You know, you had to do your homework and the next day the teacher would keep you accountable on doing your homework. Your parents are supposed to keep you accountable on doing your homework at home. But after that, after school, after college, you don't have that anymore. You're just put out on, you know, in real life and these things don't exist anymore. It's all on you. And guess what? You've been used to and conditioned on having someone to keep you accountable that now you just can't keep yourself accountable. And that's the truth and reality um, for most people. Maybe not everyone. A lot of people follow through and great with accountability and commitment and all these things and get great results. But I would say that's the minority. And that's the importance, like I said, of having someone to keep you accountable, someone to give you a second set of eyes to look at things from a different perspective and help you learn and understand these things so you can put them in practice on your own for a future time, you know, for your life and different situations that might come your way. So the purpose of a life coach, that's the other thing that you have to have in mind. It's not something you have to go or be or have for the rest of your life. If you follow a good program and you have a good life coach and you do what you're supposed to do, 
it might take only a few months. And from there, you can manage anything and handle anything on your own because you're going to have a new set of habits and core beliefs and core values and everything that's going to go with that. But let's go back to the topic right here because I'm getting just pumped about all these things. The relationships. So we talked about that. Let's just talk how that gets combined with people being narcissist and Machiavellian and just the psychopathy in people because that's massive on relationships and we've all seen that. Uh, for example, right, gaslighting. I've, I've seen this is kind of popular lately, but a lot of people don't really seem to understand on war what is this all about and that's basically when the, your you know, significant other or someone else belittles pretty much your emotions, right? They're just like, well, you're just exaggerating. Like, you know, you shouldn't make like a whole drama or like this or that because of what happened or what I said or the whatever situation that's going on. It's just belittling, belittling or not giving the importance to your emotions to justify what they did. That's the key right here. It's just to justify what they did, Right? If there was like a different scenario, there might be like understanding and you know, like having sympathy or being empathetic with you, like, oh no, yeah, you know, this and that. But because they are the ones who are in the ring with you at the moment, they're like, nope, your emotions, you know, you're exaggerating. So fuck that. That's one type of manipulation, people. Be careful with that. Pay attention to those things. Another thing is when someone's just like too narcissist they're going to be like, they're going to find a way to justify themselves or what they did because they actually believe that there's nothing wrong with it. But what happens when you do the same thing? Oh, shit. They get mad. They can do things, but you can't. Mm. I don't know about that. And I see that all over the place every single fucking day. And just people, you know, deal with that and they're just like okay keep their head down and be like well you know it's fine no it's not so you have to pay attention to those things because that's manipulation too and then we have the next level with machiavellism and that's even worse because it's not only that they justify themselves because they truly believe that it's justifiable and they didn't do anything wrong but they do that on purpose they are aware that they are wrong and they're going to manipulate and just mind fuck you in order for you to believe that they are right and actually you start questioning yourself and be like, well, you know what? No, you're right. I'm fucked when you're not. So, and that's, you know, a little step further and you have to be careful. I will suggest that you go online and Google the dark triad test. The dark triad test measures the levels of psychopathy, machiavellism, and narcissism that person has. So, um, if you take the one that I suggest, there's usually two on the first page of Google, the first two positions. Try to find the one that's going to give you a reference value of from zero to four. Over a number two, I would say be careful. Be fucking careful. Someone who's got more than two on either one of these or all of them or whatever, you have to be careful with that trait because that's going to influence and affect your relationship. So take that test. Pre I recommend that. The Dark Triad, it's free. And you can analyze. Also take it yourself to check on where you're at because remember, Know thyself. There's nothing as powerful as self-awareness and knowing where the fuck you're standing in your life and your core beliefs and core values, right? So, and, and I've seen like, here's another example for manipulation, material things, positive conditioning. And you see this special when there's like violence and usually, you know, the husband or the boyfriend, the guy, hits her uh, significant other. You know, there's violence. And what happens next? He tries to, like, apologize, and what he does is buy something. Oh, here's some jewelry. 
Oh, I bought you this. Oh, let's go have this nice dinner. Oh, I got you this. I got you that. And what this person is doing is conditioning you to where he can do something that's fucked up. If it's this, like I said, usually this happens more when there's violence um, within the relationship. And it's like a justification. And now you're expecting something good out of it. So you start looking at it like it's okay. You know, you're going to just pretty much take shit because you're going to get something for it, right? It's going to be compensated. So you stop looking at it as if it's something wrong. Like, yeah, you don't like it, but now you're conditioned and know that something's good is going to come out of it. So you just cope with it and you're like, okay, you know, because you know you're going to be treated well after that. That's the thing that you know that he's going to treat you well. And this applies for both sides, you know, he or her. It happens in different situations and circumstances, right? And the other way is like she's going to treat you like shit and do like this whole, you know, like throw a fit or a tantrum or just give you shit, whatever it is, and then how she's going to compensate you. Well, maybe sex, you know, for guys, you know, what's what you're looking for, you know, like getting late, maybe get a little of fun, a little action, right? So now, guys, you're going to get conditioned to, you know, coping with their, with her shit and just being mistreated and, you know, going through these situations because, well, you know, if you cope with that and you tolerate it, well, you're getting laid later, you know, and it's all going to be good and worth it. Guys, that's manipulation and that's fucked up because that's not how it's supposed to be right? It shouldn't be a compensation, those things, right? Because that only justifies them to do whatever the fuck they want, which is usually a, a negative thing, and that's something that's going to affect you. That's the point of this. So let's wrap up this podcast, this episode. I could go on for hours, but let's break this up in different sections for different days, and depending on your feedback, that's where we're going to focus more next time. For now, I'm going to leave you with those with a few tips and some things that you can do to improve these situations. The first one, going back to the dwelling and when you're going out, coming out of like a relationship and you're having second doubts and second thoughts and things and trying to justify why you shouldn't after you made the decision uh, for what is best for you, stop looking and going back to the in quotations, good things, the things that you're going to lose, once again, in quotations. Focus on what you're going to gain, how your life is going to be better after you take that decision, after all the shit passed, how things are going to be without that person in the positive way. What are you going to gain about that? You know, your life is going to be maybe drama-free. You're going to have more time to do the things that you like. Maybe take like a yoga class, a painting class, a pole dance class. If you want to go on a hike, get, you know, get fit and healthy and focus on your diet and your uh, physique. Uh, maybe you're going to take a certification or a course that you've been wanting to. Or you're going to start your business, you know, uh, go on a side hustle. You're going to spend more time with your friends, with your family. I mean, fuck, there's a thousand positive things that you could be focusing on instead of the shitty things that you're going to lose. So, sorry, I get excited. It's just amazing how people rather choose the negative things over the positive when there's so much positive shit going on around you. And like I just said to my best friend today, you can't fucking look at your future if you keep looking behind you. As long as you keep looking behind you, you won't be able to see the amazing things that are right in front of your fucking eyes. So remember, where the focus goes, energy flows, and that's what you're going to get. What you focus on, it's what you're going to get. Write that down. Put it on a post-it. Paste it on the freaking fridge, your mirror when you're brushing your teeth. Put it on a fucking wallpaper on your phone. Focus on the good shit. That's the importance of positivity, not just faking like, oh, no, everything is good and trying to fool yourself. No, it's object, being objective about 
the positive outcomes of situations. It's not fooling yourself. That's another huge thing. Um, I'm going to have to tweet that because that's pretty good shit. So that's one step. Focus on the positive things that you're going to gain once you're free from this situation. And this could be with anything, not only like a love relationship. We could be dealing with toxic family members, could be in your, you know, like in the work environment, like at your job, like, you know, like those toxic relationships could be just going and chasing, you know, like just going to another job because you don't like what you're doing and people around you are just shit. It just, there are so many things. So that's the first one. Now let's talk about manipulation. How you're going to deal with that? Well, I just gave you some pointers on how to know if there's manipulation going on and combine that with the first things that we talk about. What's best for you? What do you want? Right? And if you know and you see there's manipulation, get the fuck out of there. Because once again, what happens? If someone's manipulating you, that means they are in control. That means you're just a victim. And as a victim, you have no power, no control, and no say on anything. Is that what you want? Exactly. Your answer is fucking no. So you have to start taking... Now, wait. One more thing. Now, don't think that everything is manipulation, especially going back to the first thing that we were talking about this podcast, like modern relationships and the things people, uh, how things work right now. People don't want to work out a relationship. People don't want to put in the time, the effort, the emotions, and everything that comes along with a relationship. But if you don't do that, guess what? You're not fucking having one. It's that simple. So, it goes back to the, one of the basic principles of life. You have to take risks. If you don't take risk, shit's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. So if you like someone, if you think something could go somewhere, but you see one little imperfection, if you see something that you don't like, don't just walk away the first time. Work on it. Try to build that up. See where that leads. Take that risk of being hurt. Because otherwise you won't know, right? That's the thing that what I see today, just women again complaining about guys. Yeah, a lot of guys don't give a shit and just want to fuck. For sure. For sure. But there's a lot of other guys who actually care and want a relationship. But it all depends on how also you react and what you put out there right? You can't be found if you are hiding. So you find someone and there's something just that goes south. You know, we're fucking humans. We are all imperfect. Something's gonna go wrong at some point, right? And that's what my best friend used to say. Make them angry early in the relationship so you know what they are really all about, and I thought like, dude, you're just an asshole. But no, you know what? He's right. Because that way you're going to know when shit hits the fan, how they're going to react. Do they actually care? You know, what's going on? You know, are, are they someone who's going to put in the effort and the time and try to make it work? And now, of course, there's a fine line between, okay, you know, these things of the events that had happened to a point where you're just like, okay, I'm done with it because enough is enough, right? But at least you tried, you know, and didn't walk away at the first sign of trouble or like you call them the red flags. Fuck your red flags, you know? It used to be a good thing just to be like, oh, yo, careful with the red flags and this. But ladies, you're just taking one red flag to define and to judge another human being based on one thing that's supposed is a red flag when a lot of times you don't really take the time even to be empathic and understand where they are coming from. All you understand is where you are coming from and the things you've been through in your past. Once again, I talked about that on the previous episode. Go check that out about the past and transferring those experiences to the present moment. That's not how it works. You're going to fuck up. So careful. Right, so take action on those steps. Be more aware, get to know yourself, 
Start asking those questions. What do you want? Where are you going? Are you having what you want with this relationship? Why would you confirm with what you're just having right now because you think you can't have any better? Yes, you fucking can, but you have to start believing it first and working on yourself, right? So there's all these things, right? So that's what we covered today. It was, I think it's a really interesting topic, like I say. I could keep talking about this for days, but I'm getting hungry. Uh, this is so far the longest episode of the podcast. So hopefully you'll listen to it to the, tonight if you're relaxed, you know, like a chill Saturday night, maybe tomorrow, Sunday. We shall see. But hopefully you found this episode of value, um, insightful, and you put in practice what we talked. Remember, you can listen to all the podcasts you want and watch all the motivational videos you want, but if you don't fucking take action, if you don't do something about it, if you complain and don't change anything, nothing's going to happen, right? Take control of your life. Take responsibility for everything that happens in your life. And then you'll see change in your life. You'll see growth and you'll start heading the direction that you want to go and start living the life you want to live. All right, guys. Remember, you can book a complimentary coaching session with me through my website www.silvacoaching.com and hopefully I can help you out helping yourself out because that's what I do I won't tell you what to do but help you find the solutions you need for your own life I'm just a guy there asking the right questions I'm not there to be your dad and tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do or to lecture you on anything. It's all about asking the right questions so that you can figure out your own shit and get to the results you ultimately want if you are being authentic. Until next time, fellas, have a great night. Thank you for listening. Remember, close the gap. <laughs>